0: Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife featuring me, Sexy Soccer Mom and Hot Soccer Daddy. Um, This episode is kind of a part two from our last episode. So if you listened to our last episode, we talked about my very first hot wife date, um, what happened there, what we were thinking, what we learned. And so this is kind of part two to that. In the last episode, we talked about how Hot Soccer Daddy knew he was hooked on this hot wife thing the moment I started getting fucked by someone else. Um, I didn't realize that I was going to do it again until the next day. So that's kind of where we left off on the last episode. So if you have not got a chance to listen to that one, please do so. And then this is kind of a continuation on this, that one.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about... um we learned in the last episode when I was hooked and you weren't 100% sold. I don't know if sold is the right
0: well, I word. Was, but I enjoyed it a lot. But again, I'm a very like, I mentioned this in a previous episode. I'm indecisive. I can't even buy something without going back and mm-hmm. forth 20 times thinking about the pros and cons and do I want to spend money on this? So it takes me a minute to like come to a conclusion about things. So that night was amazing. As we mentioned, it was a great first experience, but it wasn't until the next day that I was like, oh yeah, this this has to keep happening. So the next day, our son had a baseball game and you were a coach and I was the team mom at the time. And I don't know if y'all have little ones, but when they're really little, the team mom has to sit in the dugout and basically like corral these heathens you have to keep them from climbing on the fences, hitting each other with baseball bats. So I was in the dugout with these, with these kids and you were in the field. You were like in the outfield. And I just remember like looking over at you and you were staring at me, but like gawking at me like I was the most amazing, hottest thing in the whole world. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. Like he hasn't looked at me like that for a little while. And then I did my thing, you know, and I looked back at you and you were still staring at me like that. And it was just like this intense, like admiration. Like I can't even describe it. And uh, I was like, oh my God, I want him to look at me like this forever. And I will do whatever it takes to have him look at me like this. Like this is fucking hot. He thinks I am so sexy. I'm in. I'm going to do this again because I feel what it's done now for our relationship.
1: I was like a lion and a big old slab of stick gets dropped into their cage at the zoo. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I was salivating and just like, oh gosh, kind of just recapping in my head what happened the night before, just a few hours earlier. And here we are. Hence the sexy soccer mom name, even though it was a different sport. But regular people out at a little league game.
0: Playing mom and dad. Playing
1: mom and dad and other parents are there that that we've, we've known for a little while and have established, you know, vanilla relationships with um, that have no idea that, that, you know, what happened the night before, no clue. So it was like just some little, well, this is our secret and... That person that I'm looking at in the dugout right now did some stuff last night that was absolutely fucking insane.
0: I think you even sent me a text from the outfield and you're like, none of these people
1: you're right. know
0: what you did last night. And it was it was fucking hot to get that text because like you said, it was it was our secret. and it just made like our bond even stronger that we have this thing that nobody knows about except now all three of our podcast followers.
1: That's right. So welcome to the club, everyone.
0: (laughs) We can now talk to you about it because you're you're in the know. It was just us.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what I I was thinking. You know, when I was staring at you, it was just like, oh my God, like I'm pinching myself thinking, was that just a dream? Or did we actually go and do that thing last night? And, you know, I'm staring at her the whole time and, I see her taking peeks back and it was just like if this wasn't a kids event and I would end up in jail forever and have a blue <laughs> dot on on my house Yeah, it would it would be go time. you would have right bent me over that
0: bench. Mm-hmm. Those bleachers.
1: But uh obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, it was uh it was super hot. Yeah, I think that's what, what hooked you.
0: And that's I know there's women out there who are probably like, I don't know if I could do it. Like I'm interested, but you know, I don't know. And I guess I was one of those women. I mean, obviously we talked about it. Like I, is this right? Should I be doing this? Can I do this? I'm a mom, I'm a wife, but it's truly something for you and your partner. And as long as your relationship is strong and your communication is good, it only brings you closer together and Yeah, the way we both felt looking at each other at that game, I was like, oh yeah, this is the best part of the whole thing is like what it's doing for us as a couple. And so here we are almost a year later and we've kept doing it. But I know one thing we wanted to talk about was now being a year in and we've, we've had multiple hot wife dates, how do we find bulls and couples and where do we look and what that screening process looks like so I got to be honest, this is kind of your, your area, because once they reach out to me and they're like, I'm interested, I kind of just pass them off to you as long as they come at me in like a good way. If they, if guys, if you're really interested in being a bull, please don't like send a message like, Hey, want to fuck? Yeah. Sup. Hey, sup mommy.
1: Or just a fucking <laughs>
0: dick pic don't do it like you don't even get passed on if you just send me your dick you get deleted or like um i could fuck you so good sup mommy is the worst i can't (laughs) i'm a mom but don't call me mommy like i no
1: yeah that's reserved for younger people yes that are related you know you do your own little vetting process before so typically if someone comes to me it's because
0: they can put a sentence together yeah
1: right (laughs) anyway so you know i'll get messages from you or hey go check this person out or whatever
0: and real quick like why why do i pass them to him because i'm a super nice person and i'm kind of naive and like i would fuck everyone just to be nice because (laughs) (laughs) not because i'm a slut which i am but like i don't know i'd be like okay you seem really cool and, and they're a serial killer but I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. So if I screened people, we would probably have a lot more negative experiences than we do. So I give them to the better judge of character.
1: Yeah, which is pretty pathetic because (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm the best judge of character. You failed a couple times. I did. Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, when guys get to me, and well, there's different text message platforms out there that way you're not handing your phone number over um to people that you don't know yet i think telegrams one of them so she'll pass on my telegram information and then we'll just start chatting and you know i think there's things that i look for specifically uh for guys you know i think attentiveness is one of them you know we'll talk about flakes in a little bit uh but for those of you who have done this for any length of time you know damn well what I'm talking about when I use the term "flake." Uh, apparently, it's a it's a disease that runs rampant in the lifestyle, and I don't get it. Like, you know, you're basically offering up free sex. Uh, there, there's flakes out there that I don't know if they weren't serious to begin with, or they're just lazy people, or inconsiderate, or whatever it may be. Man, there's there's all sorts of those people out there that I, I think really tarnish the reputation of the lifestyle as far as I'm concerned, but I've learned that they're, they're fairly easy to weed out. Also. Um, this is something again that we're doing it for us and as an accessory to our already awesome sex life as it is. So we don't need any of this stuff. Um, and I think there are some guys out there that think we do and immediately that's a red flag for me. Like know your role. And we are welcoming you into our relationship, into our marriage. And, you know, you have to know your role. For the most part, the guys that we have played with do just that. And I think that that's very obvious to pick up early on uh, through communication beforehand. Um, and there's been guys that I've, I've cut um, just because they, they don't get it. They don't understand their role in the whole the whole thing and okay, bye, go figure it out somewhere else. I'm not, we don't have the time or really the mental capacity to deal with any of that right now. Uh, flakiness is another big thing. I, and I, I think I'm not asking someone to get back to me immediately if I send them a text message or something like that, but if they're waiting three or four days to get back and you know, we like to schedule stuff well in advance. We've got a busy life outside of this world, we both have more than full-time jobs juggling two kids and all the activities that come with that uh, just just everything just the day-to-day stuff that anyone with a family knows what I'm talking about especially with a family with with young kids school schedules you know everything else that goes along with it i can't just sit there and go yeah tomorrow night we're good you know we have to line up babysitters we have to there's just a lot to it and so when we get someone That doesn't understand that, they tend to be more flaky than someone that does. Case in point, we're supposed to be meeting a couple today. I I chatted with the male half of the couple yesterday and he was like, Hey man, like sorry to do this last minute, but here's some stuff that's going on. And so they had some family commitments that just kind of came out of nowhere. And they're in a similar situation where, you know, they're they're trying to get content out they're trying to meet people and and this and that and uh, but they have kids so they had something that was of a greater priority come up and it's one of those things that we understand that is not a flake that is someone that has a life outside of this whole hot wife lifestyle
0: well and there's a difference because yeah they're not flaking last minute and they've been super communicative this whole time so again like yeah we have had to pull out a couple of times but we mm-hmm. tell people well in advance or we're we're very open about it like here's our situation this may come up but for the most part, like when we are to the point where we're scheduling it, I'm in. I've gone with the, f- the flu before, which is, I didn't know I had the flu. I didn't feel very good, but I was like, no.
1: Yeah, we were thinking that that was more nerves than yeah. anything because you had an upset stomach. And I'm like, oh, totally nervous. It was a new person. It was a new person. and But um, I don't flake. I was like, yeah. I don't
0: care that I don't feel good. Like, I respect people's time because I know how hard it is for us. So if I cancel last minute, it's like a pretty big thing. And because like you said, people have to get babysitters and and schedule things, it's, it's just, you know, we try to be respectful. I don't wanna be known as the hot wife that bails out all the time. So we will go unless it's like a circumstance that we can't get out of. But what's funny is like this reason of flakes is almost been the reason I've stopped a couple of times and I've told mm-hmm. you that because I am very type A and I'm very much a planner. And because our schedule is really tight, I am very good about scheduling in advance. So when people do cancel, and I get it, sometimes it is legit. Like I'm not saying anything, but it's just me personally, who I am as a person. I get really frustrated. So yeah, our couple today had to cancel. And then we had to cancel another one this week. Not on our end, on their end. So three playdates turned into one this week. And I was so frustrated the other day about it that I was like, I don't even know why we do this, blah, 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 blah. And then I have to like talk myself off the ledge because life happens. But the funny thing is, like, as much as I am a planner, my regular is the, one of the biggest flakes oh out gosh. there. <laughs> so bad, yeah. And but somehow it works. Like he drives me insane But I get it, like he's a single dude. He's living his life. He's having a good time. He works. But he will not schedule shit to save his life. He is more of a last minuteer. So how we have lasted this long is like a normal thing, I I have no idea. Because he's lucky like we get along so well as people because I would have cut his ass so long ago just for the scheduling reasons.
1: Yeah, no, you guys are total buddies for sure. And it's just like yeah, you literally are like the definition of friends with benefits, I think, for sure, which is funny, because that's one of the things like, you know, I talked about on the first part of this episode was, um, you know, you guys have that playful banter that, that comfortability um, that's been established. And that relationship that you guys have is much different than the first time with someone else. Uh, I don't and it's get noticeable. nervous. Anymore. You don't get nervous. And yeah, like you're, you're talking shit to them and vice versa. And, and it's all fun. And, uh, you know, and he's one of the guys too, that he, he knows his role and, um, he, yeah, he's, he's great. I, I dig him and, um, I know you have fun with him and it's, uh, so the, the flakiness is something that we can, we can deal with, with this person in particular, because we've already established that relationship with him.
0: It's been over six months, I think. since it's yeah, like the first time. Like
1: yeah, I think so. Um, but I will February, say I think actually f- it's been more than that.
0: The first time we did meet with him, remember he, there was like crazy traffic. Yeah. And he stuck it out and came. And I think that was like a big, a big green flag for me. Like, okay, there was a ton of traffic. He's still here. So (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's why I've let flakiness slide. But again, I think it's just because we have this like really good like banter relationship. It works. We'll have to talk about the first time with him because that one was pretty funny. That was was great. That was the only time I, I got like drunk before. I always get a nice buzz, but he also has a huge cock. And he sent me a picture of it before and I was downright terrified. So I got myself inebriated before. It was it was pretty funny. We'll definitely have to talk about that one.
1: Yeah. And now you're bouncing on that thing left and right. <laughs> without any That's care a good in the time. world. Okay, so back to like uh to to finding people and um some of the, the things that I chat about or I look for at least in a new person. So communication skills, those are Those are probably at the top of the list. And then obviously, like, you know, if they get to me, the physical appearance side of things is already more or less been taken care of by you. You know, so that's not a question of whether there's any physical attraction or not. And obviously, you know, (laughs) that could all change, uh, especially in this online age where people put pictures that... Or you know, twenty years earlier, I've uh, been deceived a couple times. Yeah, it's it's happened. Uh, so that's still obviously there um, and a potential until you meet with a person. But yeah, communication is a big thing with me, and uh, respect is a big thing. And you know, I lay out all the all the rules and boundaries beforehand. You know, they have to demonstrate that they understand it. If they don't. You're not ever gonna get another you know a second chance at all, but um if there's any disrespect or any any sign of flakiness or anything like that prior to I'll cut them with you know in a heartbeat it's it's a non issue so yeah, the vetting process can kind of be a pain in the ass sometimes right out of the gate if you're sending dick pics and telling us how you know much you you know she needs your cock and how, I don't need shit. Like, you know and the other thing too and I, I know we, we briefly touched on just some of the stuff we've learned as far as lingo in the lifestyle uh, but I think that there's there's a definitions of you know the whole cuck cuck holding um, and I think there can be some blurred lines there I think we are more of a stag and vixen dynamic than anything cuck in my opinion, opinion or at least the my understanding of it is more of a a degrading term which is fine for people that dig it I'm not one of those like if there's any disrespect or anything for me or for her for that matter like it's it's game over like that's it that's a sure shot way of being finished uh, with us at least and uh, you know the stack vixen thing is more I think me being able to like I'm allowing you the opportunity to to sleep with my wife and whatever, just have that relationship um, because I enjoy it. And uh, but it, it goes without the disrespectful banter. Um, even though there's respect built behind the cuckolding situation, it's just the the game that's being played. Uh, I'm not into it. It's not a kink that I'm into, and um, you know I'm just not going to play that game. So. Uh, so understanding that boundary is a big thing for me also. And then there's a fine line with it. The regular bull that we just referenced, he does a lot of talking, you know, we'll, we'll, invite him over when I'm at work or I'm not home or we'll send you to, you know, to his place or whatever alone. And like, there's some conversation that happens in the midst of you guys having sex, you know, some sexy talk and stuff like that, where he's brought up some things, but it's not in a disrespectful way whatsoever. And so uh, that's totally fine. It's just knowing your boundaries. And when you're walking the th- fine line between stepping over that boundary and you know maintaining the, the, role, the rules that we've established, uh, that, that can be a deal breaker for sure.
0: Well, and I think you've done a good job of that because I can honestly say that every person I have met up with, Has been nothing but respectful. 100%. I've never had anyone disrespect me, cross any lines, um, force anything that hasn't been discussed. I've never been in a situation where I've felt uncomfortable. I'm hesitating as I say that because there has been one situation where I did feel a little uncomfortable at the time. Um, But other than that, like, and that it wasn't even due to disrespect, it was just kind of like what they were into versus what we were into, kind of thing. But other than that, like, it's always just been really respectful and good. And I've never had to think like, I don't want to do this anymore. So you've mm-hmm. done a good job at screening them and making sure it's people that um, will come in and understand their role in this whole thing.
1: Yeah. And right out of the gate, you know, again, the scheduling thing is our, is, is really our biggest hurdle. I tell people like we're not hosting from home. Yes. We have brought guys over in the past, um, but that is definitely not the first meeting. And, you know, we're, we're going to meet at a neutral site every single time. I will be there every single time, the first time at least. And it's more for my own comfort. And, you know, I'm not going to send her to a place that I don't know the person that's there. We've got to get that first one knocked out. And so I do I do request a hotel from from new guys or some alternative neutral place whatever that may be so obviously hotels t- typically are the easiest ones
0: well and that's that's been kind of how you've cut some people too because you'll mention the hotel thing and they're like I'm not paying for a hotel and you're like yeah so you're just going to come sleep with my wife like yeah okay no
1: Yeah. So show some vested interest, you know, and I've got no problem picking up a hotel after the first one or whatever. We've been burned in the past, you know, where, where a guy will flake out and all of a sudden now we're on the hook for a hotel or whatever. And, you know, it's within the 24 hour period and well, great. Now we're, we're eating it. We're not going to play that game
0: until you show us that you're in And, and really picking up that hotel. That first time is how you show us that you're committed to it because you're the single one here. There's no stakes for you, right? Like you come in to this situation. Um, some bulls have kids, some don't. So there's there's no scheduling, like whatever. You think it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal for us to have to have gotten a sitter and, and work this in. So by them getting that first hotel, it shows us, yeah, their vested interest, that they're in it, that they're going to be there. And then after that first time, if it's someone we want to see again we've got no problem saying like okay we've got the next one
1: yep or if it's really good like yeah come on over you know if they're local we'll go over to you or whatever it may be uh but that's something obviously that every single person is going to you know have a little different approach with uh with how we move forward after the first one if we move forward and then obviously distance and stuff like that like you know we've we've got some interest from people outside of the state even and uh you know obviously those are probably going to be a one and done kind of situation
0: if they even happen
1: yeah if they even happen so ideally being local obviously lends itself to being able to have repeats which we're definitely open to and and you know quite frankly i like better uh, just because it is you know like we talked about just the it's comfortable you know, oh i like it way better <laughs> we've established a relationship with these guys and um it's just i don't want to say more fun but it's it's just
0: well it takes away that like First dateness of yeah. it, the awkward like tiptoeing around how we go into their hotel room, how we say goodbye. Like this last one with my regular bull, like we had sex and I slapped his ass and I was like, okay. And I left his place and he was like, okay, yep. bye. See you later. Full hooker mode. Like, well, big just time it was. Get in, get out. So it's just fun that way. And there is something like mysterious and great about people we don't know. But yeah, once the comfort's there and it's like, I'm comfortable saying like, hey, I've got an hour, like that's it. Yeah. Like you have an hour to like, fuck me good and then leave. So I definitely do like well, it then better. Well,
1: sex itself is different too because you guys are comfortable and it's not awkward and it's like, well, he knows you love fucking doggy style. So guess what? Like you're get, getting it that way. And you know, he, he knows what you like. And um, and I've even seen you with him specifically, like just the the dirty talk right? Like you have gotten way more involved with that because of him Mm -hmm. really, uh, more than anyone. And that's been kind of something new for me because we, you know, again, like you talked about earlier, like, yeah, we got kids at home on the other side of the wall from our bedroom, you know, we got to kind of tone it down here a little bit. And so the whole sex talk while we're in the act is something that we don't really do very much. You're in a hotel, and you're just with him, and that's definitely been something new for me. So even just the act of sex itself, I'm learning. We're learning based on how you're getting it from other people. Yeah, which is which has been awesome because it's like cool, like we can integrate some more of this into our sex, you know. And uh, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, so I guess on the bull side, if you're interested in getting into this, just be respectful when you reach out. Be respectful to to the hot wife. To the husband, because remember, he's the biggest part of this. If he doesn't want to see you with his wife, you're not coming in. And so it's respect. It's using complete sentences. It's showing that you're reliable. You know, and, and some people like can't afford a hotel and that's fine. Like just be upfront about it, right? Like don't, oh yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And the day of you're like, hey, where are we going? Oh man, prices went up. I can't, I can't do it. We've yeah, had that, that happen.
1: Guy. Yeah.
0: So. You know respect um, communication and just really that good first impression because if if you come at me like sup mommy you're not even getting passed on so I want to know that I can at least hold a conversation with you and we've had that too where like I think it's good and like we've moved on to like I've passed them on to you and now it's like a telegram situation where we're chatting and then it's like the conversation just can't even keep up. And so we haven't even moved on to meeting because I'm like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. And then I guess if you're the hot wife in this whole situation, like my advice is be picky. You can. Mm-hmm. Like you are the prize here and be with people that you are comfortable with and that you feel like you hit it off with because it'll only make it that much better and that much more fun. And, and that's what you want for you and your husband. You want it to be a good situation for everyone. So don't put yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, I don't know about this guy because it won't be as good. Be picky. Wait for the people that that do come at you with respect and show that they're committed.
1: And this is coming from the person that's like, oh, if you're nice, I'll fuck you. Like, <laughs> yep. That's, why, that's where you come digging. in. That's where you come
0: in. I know. I'm the worst at that. Um, but there, there are so many different like apps I guess let's end this with what have you found is the most positive app versus like the negative ones for scheduling? Uh,
1: you know, it's kind of um there. I wouldn't say one's better than the other um, or one's worse than the other. I think that there are, I, I really think it's just based on the person that is on the other side of the the computer the phone, what what have you. Cassidy has been, uh, we found some success there. Uh, matter of fact, two of your regulars came off of that site. Field or Feld or whatever the fuck that app is, that's common. Uh, I think we've had a little success there. And then the other places are just social media. Like, like we talked about, Reddit um, was one of them. Uh, I think Instagram, we haven't had much success there. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had any. Matter of fact, Instagram's kind of a weird deal. You had one of your accounts shut down completely. Maybe you showed too much skin or something. The
0: algorithm makes it hard to yeah. get followers there. And so
1: I don't think we've gotten much traction on that. Twitter's been doing pretty good. And I know we've gotten a couple of requests from Twitter. Uh, Reddit's been good. So just a variety of different social media platforms. OnlyFans, actually. I think there's been a couple of requests that come have come through there. I think, I want to think the couple that we were supposed to meet today... You know, they're both on OnlyFans, Um, so that message might have come through there. I can't remember. I think they're on Twitter also.
0: It's just hard with the more, just know the more apps you have to set things up, the harder it comes to keep up track of them. Oh
1: my gosh, I need a fucking spreadsheet (laughs) just to keep track of who's who.
0: And then when you work full-time jobs, so you're like, oh shit, I forgot to get back to that person three days ago, and now you look like the Flake, but really like life. Yep. And so, like, we'll ask each other, like, what happened to that couple? What happened to that person? It's like, oh, God, I don't know. I don't even remember what app they were on. And you do have, like, a spreadsheet. We need multiple spreadsheets. Oh, my
1: gosh. It's so crazy. I need a whole – I'm just going to develop the software to just to track people. So if you
0: have reached out to us and we seemed interested and disappeared, please reach out again. Like, we – sometimes we just lose them. We forget who came from where and then well, we can't find and, it And not
1: only that you got to understand too like let's say twitter for instance or or whatever whatever any of these social media apps that we just talked about you get a ton of fucking messages every day i and, do and you know 99 percent of them are bullshit
0: sup mommy um,
1: yeah that kind of <laughs> stuff where it's like all right delete 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 um but every once in a while we'll get a legit message that it's like okay this person put together a sentence They seem like they got a decent following. They seem like they've done this thing before, you know, and and they're marking all the boxes of someone that's credible, but those unfortunately can get lost in the mix of all the other crap that's being sent. And, you know, the countless dick pics that you're getting or the spam and everything else that comes with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes things will get missed and Hey, if, uh, if you send one of those messages and you don't get a reply try it again
0: and and the single guys out there that are like trying to get into this don't come across as a single guy who just wants to fuck like we get a lot of those like oh yeah i'm in i'll fuck you but like those are the biggest flakes honestly are just the ones that are just single dudes like looking to have a good time those are the ones that have been stingy about getting hotels and it's like well bro, you came to find me. You could go to the bar and take someone home. Like, go do that then if you're not interested in, like, getting a hotel or, like, going through this process, you know? Like, so if you're serious about being a bull, like, you definitely want to show your intention with that because otherwise you just get put in the fuckboy category and, like, that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, you become the fuckboy after a good positive first uh experience but there, you there's do good the fuckboys boys
0: or bad fuckboys. boys you get a, you're a bad fuckboy boy if you don't even get to meet up
1: you got to do the work first once that's done then you can reap the benefits what's next
0: i i think i think that's it for today i think if you have any questions about how to meet people where to meet people um anything like that we're happy to answer them maybe next session can be more of like a Q&A, us answering questions that we get. We get a lot of frequently asked questions like what is my favorite cock size? So I say next time, let's answer those frequently asked questions. And then any questions you guys may have before then, um, shoot us a message, tell us what you wanna know, tell us what you wanna hear more of and we'll make next time kind of about the fans and what they wanna know and see and hear.
1: Absolutely. The other thing, too, I think we should probably discuss at some point is, you know, this is our second episode.
0: This is our third. Well, part two the second.
1: There's been some decent feedback um, from, from people that are following social media, and some of those are other content creators, other people in the lifestyle. I think it would be interesting to have some people on the podcast, and we can kind of discuss their story also. So, you know, if you are in the lifestyle, uh, or you're a content creator and any of this resonates with you, message us. We're definitely open to the idea of having other people on the podcast and, uh, having a discussion and, you know, let's, let's hear your story and, uh, whatever that story looks like, let's, let's chat about it. And, um, I think it could be a fun conversation for sure.
0: Yeah. One question, um, I got asked a lot after part one of this episode was, am I going to meet up with my first bull again? Um, we've been trying. Schedules are hard. Um, so hopefully that'll happen. Maybe we'll make out this time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, questions, questions like that. A lot of people want to know if I would have my regular bull on here. That's not something I've run past him yet, but actually I think that would be super interesting to hear about all. All of our shenanigans funny. from his point yeah. of view. Um, so yeah, so let's let's hear it. What do you want to know? What do you want to hear? What are your questions? Kinks? Um, anything we can talk about? We want this next episode to be for the people, for the fans, so to speak. Until then, drop any of your questions, messages um, on Twitter in OnlyFans. Sexy soccer mom with three X's.
1: There's a link tree set up on every page, pretty much that you've got. Um. So just click on the link tree, and then you can figure out all the other other social handles that that you're on.
0: We're not hard to find.
1: Yeah. And as far as the podcast goes, you know, obviously if you're listening to it, you found out how to listen to it. But Thank you,
0: all three of you. Yeah.
1: We're on um pretty much every major platform out there. So give us a like on there. Um, subscribe. You know, I don't think we're gonna go anywhere anytime soon. So we're, our our intent is to continue posting as long as we're doing this stuff so uh there's no end in sight at this point and uh, we're open to ideas and keep the questions coming
0: and as always keep on fucking keep fucking